Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to A New World of Wealth, the podcast where we unpick the financial challenges Canadian business owners and entrepreneurs just like you are experiencing every single day. We share stories, solutions, and simple tips you can start using right away to get the clarity you need to organize your financial future. For those who are just tuning in for the first time, my name is Jackie Yip, and I am one of the certified financial planners here at Ocean 6 Wealth Advisory. We are on a mission to transform the financial industry and provide innovative advice and life-changing financial plans to help you win and not the CRA or the banks. Now, sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy. If you're a successful business owner, chances are you have already come across something called critical illness insurance. This quote-unquote newer insurance has now been around for 25 years. It actually all started in Africa. There was a renowned doctor, heart surgeon by the name of Dr. Bernard. He was working in South Africa in 1967 where he would save lives with his heart surgeries. And since there was multiple follow-ups with these patients, he soon got closer to each of them and heard their stories. You can imagine in South Africa, the financial situation isn't all that great to begin with. But when a major heart disease hits a family, it would financially cripple them. He saw firsthand all the pain and suffering of the physical body, but just to recover to more pain and suffering financially. With the help of a South African insurance company, Dr. Bernard started to develop this new type of insurance called dreaded disease illness, which is now called critical illness insurance. So why is this important to know this history of it? Well, it's because it took a doctor's perspective to recognize the long-term effects of a breadwinner to lose his or her ability to earn an income and saw the trickle effects it has on the family and the community. Our biggest asset in life isn't the things we own. It's not our home, it's not our car, it's not even our business. It is the ability to continue to go to work and earn an income. This is why it is important to review the need of critical illness and protect the income that your family will need to survive. Now that we know the importance of having critical illness insurance, how do you determine how much you should get? Well, my rule of thumb has always been 24 to 48 months of your income. You want to ensure that you can have at least two years runway if you ever got a if you ever uh, got into a critical illness situation, and then statistically speaking, that's because you'll need one year of treatment and you'll probably need one year of recovery before rushing back to work. Now, not that you can't go back earlier, but you'll want the cushion so that you can decide how much. Uh, how fast you want to transition back to work and money isn't the reason why you need to go back to work quicker. And then the extra two years, uh, the doubling of that coverage simply allows you to explore alternative treatment outside of Canada where private care would be possible. Of course, the final decision comes down to the cost versus benefit. So depending on your age and what your coverage looks like, you can determine if it's worth it. But this is a good guideline and a good starting point for this discussion. Now, let's imagine you decided to get critical illness. So how should you actually structure this? Well, in my mind, there's actually four ways to look at this as a business owner. The first is the personal term insurance. 
So first and foremost, to own this insurance personally uh, and structure it with a 10 or 20 year term. This is very effective way of owning this type of insurance because it is the lowest cost personally to you, which also means as a business owner, you will take the least amount of money uh, out for your personal income to pay for this premium. So in other words, you pay the least amount of taxes to CRA to have this. One of the benefits of owning it personally means that you, when there is a claim, you'll be able to receive the claim money tax-free to your personal name. You wouldn't have to worry about any taxation uh, and, and worrying that you have to pay uh, CRA any kind of income taxes while receiving this. So you could essentially keep your corporate cash intact and afloat for continuous operation, and therefore you don't have to take any money out of the corporation for your family to continue its survival. The second way to own this is with a personally owned permanent insurance plan. So what this means is that in, if you believe the benefits of the critical illness is right for you for the long term and the cost of insurance is reasonable, you might want to consider getting a paid up plan or a permanent plan. The difference is simply that the premiums won't ever go up. And in some cases, you can actually pay it off in a shorter duration of time, like a 10 or 20 year payment time frame. So you will be able to have it forever without the further uh, include and endure cost of continuous uh, premium payment. So if you're especially a younger business owner, chances are cost of insurance will only, only ever go up for you, not just because you're getting older, but because there are more claims with this type of new insurance. So typically we see insurance companies increase their overall cost of critical illness insurance over time. What I mean by this is when I first started in the industry, $1,000 a year of premium could probably get you a paid up in 20 year plan close to $100,000 of coverage for someone that's in their 20s. Now the same plan might cost closer to $2,000 a year if assuming you're still young and healthy at the same age. The irony about all of this is I rarely see 20 year olds rushing out there to get their first critical illness after graduation. But in reality, that's probably one of the best uh, best investment they'll make in their for their future health if they choose to do so. So I highly encourage you, the younger you are, take a closer look at critical illness to see if there is a position for you to implement this in your financial wellness. The third way of Owning this insurance is, of course, with your corporate cash. Owning it corporately through term insurance is one of the most best, uh, the most effective way of using corporate cash, which is taxed at a lesser income tax rate than your personal tax, and you'll be able to ensure that the company continue to have funds for operation if you ever got sick. Imagine this: if there was a sales situation where you are critical ill. And there was a payment towards a corporation of let's say a quarter million dollars or half a million dollars now you can continue paying dividends or income to yourself from your corporation and it would not affect your day-to-day -day life so there isn't really a right or wrong uh this isn't this isn't really a right or wrong question but rather what is your preference do you want to pay taxes on the premiums today or pay taxes on the on the income when you uh, make the claim inside the corporation and the money goes into your corporation and you'll pay income taxes as you pay, take that money out of the corporation. I would also use this corporate term policy 
if I am thinking that I won't claim, but also didn't want to take the chance if there if I was ever wrong of losing my business. So this is a good way to keep costs low and use corporate dollars to still have criticalness in your in your financial future. Now, the fourth and last way that uh, we, we see predominantly business owners want to look at criticalness is through something called corporately owned permanent insurance or the street name of this is could be split dollar insurance or uh, shared ownership uh, critical illness. Uh, this is a little bit more prevalent way to own corporate CI and that it is because you can now to use uh, the corporate cash for the critical illness, but also potentially get a tax benefit. Now, before I begin, I want to stress this strategy has risk and these task risks should be reviewed with your accountant to ensure that this is a right fit for you. I'll share with you the structure and the benefits of how this works but it is important to dive into your personal situation to see if it is actually applicable for you. It's called split dollar or shared ownership is because there's basically two parties who own this policy together. And that's you personally and your corporation. From the corporation perspective, you first have to identify what is the need for critical illness insurance for the company? Why does the company need to buy this critical illness insurance on your life? So if you're a key person to the business and you've, you're, you're, the main source of revenue is from you, there's an easy uh, way to see that there is a benefit for you to have this criticalness for the business and its continuous survival. And then the second part is that you personally would purchase something called a return of premium rider. What this means is you have the option to get back all the premiums in the situation of a death so if you passed away prematurely, your family will receive all the money that you paid or on cancellation upon expiry, which typically is between 15 years to 20 years. This means all the money, including the premium of the criticalness portion that was paid by your corporate dollars will come out to you personally tax free because you pay for the return of premium with personal uh, dollars to begin with. Now, again, I want to stress this at this current stage, CRA is not really looking into this and this isn't an issue with the law, but because the law is gray, no one really knows what will happen in the future. What means is that uh, CRA can challenge and consider the portion that you took out for, uh, from the corporate dollars is a taxable event and a shareholder benefit, in which case you would now have to pay back the taxes. So speak with a professional before you actually execute on this and really cross all your T's and dot your I's and know the risk before signing the dotted line. To decide if this, best, this structure is best for you, you'll have to ask yourself what you're trying to accomplish with your CI. What do you worry about the most if there was a situation of critical illness? And if there is an opportunity to use your corporate cash to pay for it, I think you should take a closer look to make sure this makes sense. So that's it. Realistically, there's only four ways that you should consider owning this, and that's between term insurance and permanent insurance. And that's just simply uh, the question of whether or not you want to see your premiums go up and do you see the long term benefits of you owning the criticalness, or are you just trying to solve an immediate problem like a servicing of a debt or raising a young family in the early days of your career? 
Second thing you want to ask yourself, do you, how do you want to deal with the taxes? And do you want to look at the corporate cash as a potential benefit of owning this critical illness? And that's where you determine, do you own this personally or corporately? So I hope this uh, episode has helped you to get a little bit more understanding of what the split dollar concept is and the benefits of critical illness for you and your financial future. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope to see you again in our next future episode. Thank you again for tuning in. We hope you found this information useful in taking your next steps towards a new world of wealth. If this conversation has sparked your interest and you'd like to have a chat, click on the link in our podcast for more information on ways you can connect. Finally, make sure you hit subscribe to be the first to access future episodes or just tune in to previous ones. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing day.